Well, here's the thing. Rah! Okay. Rah! Well, here's the thing. Oh, Salty. Okay. Salty. Nicki Minaj. Well, here's the thing. Okay. Lizzo. What do y'all have in well, common? Well, here's the thing. My husband. Big boo. Black women. Bro, What's up? Welcome to the We Out Here Made Out Podcast, show, but now podcast. Only reason I mentioned that is literally in my neighborhood uh, yesterday. Was it two days ago? There were 5,000 black people. I was like, what's going on today in my neighborhood? There was a festival going on. It was called Why do you black- sound so mad about it? I'm not mad. Guess what? You sound upset. Oh, they, all, they all called hey guys, me. Comment below if you guys think Gil sounded upset. There are all these <laughs> people in my neighborhood. And I say, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> you mean? Um, no, it was called Black on the Block. And you know what? I felt out of place for the first time in my life. I felt did you support? <laughs> I did. did you I, go out there and uh, hang out? And no, he, just screamed out of, he screamed out of his window. Keep it down. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are worse than the drag racers. <laughs> Hip-hop is bad. Um, anyways, guys, hip hop is great. Look, a fight happened this weekend, and I think I got almost all my picks right. Just putting it out there. We don't know you for sure, did. but I kind of did. Like so, you were wrong. You were wrong, yeah. but you got a lot of picks right. My but you were wrong though. My stances were wrong. My opinions your, were wrong, but I got your them all reasons right. were wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Completely wrong. That's um, fire. Alex, I don't think we ever addressed that you actually have moved locations, but it's different from the other location with the bird cage. So now you have a dog cage. What has happened? Yeah, last week when I moved into the spare room, just because like when I, we were recording in the camper, I had to use my laptop, but for some reason the quality was so like different. So then I moved in here um, last week, but normally there's not a dog cage but i have the puppy literally right under my leg she got show fixed it. a couple show days it. ago show it show the uh, puppy dude oh he just shows his cock <laughs> like oh alex oh, oh. Pup. also you have a dog cage you have a bird cage what other cages do you have in the uh costa household i don't know that's a Obviously, good question he has a cage for his frozen flash brood uh pucks of commentary.com use a promo code we out here mma for mm-hmm. some delicious coffee. Nick, have you tried it yet? It's very good coffee. What do you mean, have I? Of course you've been, I You've been trying it. My I've been drinking this shit. I drink the decaf. I drink the normal calf. Um, I get a nice did little... Did you put uh, eight caffeine ounces of water? I put a little bit more sometimes. Sometimes a little less. Sometimes I'll make it like a little like espresso. It tastes better with eight ounces though. You follow the instructions. Don't try to be fancy like me and fuck up the coffee. Do the eight ounces, fluid ounces, okay? Fluid ounces. Yeah, don't put on a food scale. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, but the puppy got fixed, so she can't be around the other dogs because we can't let them, like, lick her wound or whatever, so she's chilling oh. in here with me today. Bring her to well, the crib. She it. can hang out with me, dude. Alex, let's look at a coaster. You want videography? You want photography? You want PC setup? Or do you want someone to take care of your dog? This guy dude, does it all. Alex, Get this guy he- a lady. He made a video with Ron Skullsdang, the nicest, scariest man I've ever met, aka One Punch Man. What does Ron and do? Tell for the audience that don't know. Ron is a professional fighter, kickboxer, MMA, uh, kickboxing world champ, Muay Thai world yep. champ. Really? Um, yeah, WBC. Wow. And he has one million different businesses. Ron is a fucking <laughs> inspiration to all. Um, but Lacey Loops. 
dude watching yeah, him seems- train watching him spar he is so scary dude but he's the sweetest most soft-spoken man i've ever met what do you think people say when they watch you spar nick I'm like this guy sucks <laughs> and they're right <laughs> yeah ron's so nice he doesn't even cuss like he'll say fudge yeah shoot. crazy yeah <laughs> you know what have you guys ever thought about that do you feel like you curse too much because i yeah, feel like 100%. i curse too much do you do. ever find yourself in other circles of like people that don't curse and you say it and you kind of feel like oh god i'm that asshole. i'm pretty nah, honestly they're pussy that's yeah. why and there we go pussy. honestly that's i'm pretty good about I've been cussing for forever. So I, I still remember when I was like in first, second grade, I was like, fuck shit. That's because my parents cussed or at least my dad cussed a lot. But I'm really good at knowing when to cuss or when I should be or when I shouldn't. And I'm really good at not doing it when I don't need to be. So, yeah, if I'm ever in a setting where I don't need to be, I don't even have to worry about it because I know I won't slip up. Bitch. I feel like I cuss too much. I use my curse words in regular day conversation like you, too much, but I, part of me is like, that's nah, fine. I cuss around my clients. I cuss around like all kinds of people, yeah, but man. it's never like out of place. It's always to use and emphasize like this fucking guy. And you know, already know what that kind of guy true. I'm talking about. You, you know? do use it as that. Yeah. yeah. When I'm serving tables, I'm like, what the fuck you want? <laughs> See, that's rude. I'm like, boy, that's what the rude. fuck you want when they're trying to mess around yeah. with the orders? I'm like, shit. Yeah, or I'll, if you're a waiter, you'd be like, "Oh, you got to try the chicken sandwich. It's fucking delicious." And they're like, "You know what? I'm in on that chicken sandwich. That's what happens." And where's that chicken sandwich from? Uh, my kitchen. Come to the crib. I'll make a delicious kitchen, uh, a grilled chicken on sandwich. that barbecue and thing. Yeah, and it's and it's good macros, bro. It's good fucking macros. High protein. <laughs> Whoa, guys! Yeah, this dude. guy got really nervous about his recipe that he spun his head around. I just do like this. <laughs> Sorry, it made me really laugh that Alex imitated me so quickly, but that's fine. Whatever. Uh, let's get to our fight recap. No, 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 no cap. Uh, gentlemen, uh, this fight card was a great follow up to the last pay per view. Oh my I, god! You know so how sometimes good. he's fighting might be fight. better. Yeah, I think it was I don't better. care, bro. What the fuck? It's the live <laughs> audience. I think it's Austin and the live audience. It's all Dude, Joe Rogan. That, Thank you, Joe Rogan. That freaking arena was electric like every obviously it does, it does it helps that every fight was like a finish and a spectacular one but man like any little thing that happened in any of those fights the the crowd was so freaking loud you could smart feel crowd it. too smart like every yeah. time there was like a stuff takedown in one of these intense fights oh. you hear cheering oh i'm like dude wow it was like Almost japan like the japanese dude so we're trying to say is uh be more J- japanese dude. be more like the japs right so we're trying to say Texas is very similar to Japan. Wow, racism broken. Let's go, baby. Almost the same. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Um, let's start at the bottom of the card. Adrian Yanez versus uh, Tony Kelly. Tony Kelly coming out saying stuff the way in and before. And also, you know, things about Brazilians. Adrian what Yanez, he, he said Brazilians have great steak, but All right. lack Alex, flavor. Lack flavor. That's kind of rude. That sounds like a, that sounds like a, a Gilbert hot take. That is a hot take. Uh, I'll be honest. Listen, you know what? Let me do a real hot take on. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been to Fogo de Chao or somewhere. Yeah, places. yeah. No, I've been there. I've been there. Talk I'll say it. this. You know when we go to Shabulin and it's like mm-hmm. uh, all mm, you can that eat meat? So good. That sounds so good, right? I don't feel the same way about Fogo de Chao or Brazilian steakhouses. Here's why. After a while, it's just hot meats with just salt and pepper. Mm. It's too much. You know what I need? I need thin Japanese-style brisket cuts dipped in a broth with kombu. And you know what? We going, we going strong. 
I went so, to a. I'm with Tony Kelly on the Brazilian people. <laughs> they cheat their mates. Look, they cheat their mates. You, you're kind of right. Look at Nick's smile. Like, you're also he, wrong, but you're mostly right. That's because the I macros, I know, because you're saying the macros are better on Brazilian meats because they're bigger chunks. You can see, oh, it's six ounces, whereas the shabu shabu, it's hard to tell because you just keep definitely eating. not saying that. You keep eating. eating. Now, nah, like, like four slices, four slices of actually, no, a whole plate of shabu, like the little meats that they get at Shabu Lin. That's about three ounces, bro. You know what I mean? So when that's cooked down, that's about like two, two, two ounces. And guess and who half, eats you know 15 of those plates in one sitting? Alex. I could fuck that shit up. I went to a Brazilian barbecue once, and it was because my stupid ass, dumbass, not ex girlfriend, but the one before that. And we, yeah, we, so- we, did, we did a meet, right? And it was like a group of like 10 people. And we were like, oh, let's go get Korean barbecue. And she was like, oh, we should go to Brazilian barbecue instead. And everybody's like, oh, okay. Like, is it around the same price? Like, is it the same thing? She's like, yeah, it's the same thing. So, like, all right, cool. So, it was like me, my homie Fonzo, Kayla, Aaron, right? We all go. And she gives me the, my check. And I wasn't even trying to be funny. I look at it, I go, what the fuck? Like, all loud. Because she was like $90 for mm. me. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? And I'm like, wait, why is it so expensive? I was like, did they charge me? She's like, oh, no, that's how much it is. I'm like, girl, you said it was like fucking Korean barbecue. This shit, 90 bucks. So, say your name. What's her name? Uh, and let's talk about it. Kelly Yanez, wife of Adrian Yanez. Uh, yeah. Adrian. Kelly Yanez. So what we've learned here is that we basically have all sided with Tony Kelly, and that's terrible on us. No, Why? Fuck Tony Kelly. Yeah, same here. Uh, Adrian Yanez. Yo, this guy, can we just say he's star a star, in bro. Mark, star in the making. He's a star. Fight, the post-fight speech. Let's go. Can he we give dope. this guy a title shot now? Honestly, all right? I think he's ready. When I saw him fight Randy Costa, and he weathered that first round of him just getting like just outlanded and he was like bloody and he came back and he finished Randy Costa the way he did. I was like, oh, this kid is the real deal. And for him to come out here with all this, there was a little bit of hype behind the Tony Kelly stuff and the 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 dirty Brazilian comments that he said, man, he went out there and that catching of the switch kick into the left hook. Oh, it was just mwah, mwah. was that a repeat? He caught that yeah. every time. Every time, and then that little body shot. Ooh, that was money, dude. He is he is a sniper. I think he needs to fight someone big soon. That's what I think, bro. I wish they would have not booked O'Malley and had him fight O'Malley, please, bro. Please, or the winner. They he should fight the yeah, winner of uh, O'Malley and uh, Munoz. Munoz. Yeah. Head yeah, he's dangerous. I don't know about you. I just I feel like I get a little nervous because I feel like he still gets caught like good amounts. He does even in this fight. Um, but I mean, he's still he's his striking so good, bro. And then I guess he was saying like Tony Kelly was like, you're a make a wish Jorge Masvidal, like when they were in the cage. <laughs> That's good. though. And then and good. then and then Yanez was like, he's like, I bet you I bet you he wish he didn't say that now. <laughs> you guys that not out. Yeah. Uh, uh, so what you guys are saying, winner, per play matchmaker, winner of Sean O'Malley. And... Yes. Yeah. Okay. Or actually, no, I was going to say winner of Song Yudong and Corey Sanhagen, but that's, a that's big probably ass too jump. high. Yeah, that's, that's, a big... that's a big jump. That's a big jump. I know. Oh, I know. We, we I got to wait. Little, are we getting to that later? I didn't check. Are we? No, I didn't put it on there. That's why I mentioned it now. Okay, good. <laughs> really quick. I'm going to get a quick pick on that. Okay. Quick, 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 quick pick. Quick, 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 quick pick. I think Corey gets that. 
Interesting, Alex. I think um, I think he gets that over a song. You know, I think right now I'm I think I'm going uh Sanhagen, but I think it's gonna be a tough fight because Song Yudong, yes. I think is gonna be so much stronger and yes. like physical than him. Um, but th- that that's a gas taking issue. You know, Song Yudong's never done five. Corey Sanhagen can do five. So I think right now my pick is still Sanhagen. Cole, you guys already know what I'm going with. You guys are oh you guys always you want China ask, power? No, it's not even about China power. You guys, yes, I am going China power, but you always forget. So you don't think Taiwan's factor. a country? No, he's Taiwanese, right? Song Yudong? Yeah, he's Taiwanese, Chinese. Dude, that fool is from the mainland. Okay, sure. let's go China power then all China day. China power, boy. You're lost, Top Gun, for not having it filmed being in China. His yeah. sister Zhang Weili, for sure. The, but I was going to say that, bro. Or he's Zhang Weili. Have you ever seen Song Yudong and Zhang Weili oh, in the same room? Can we please start that meme <laughs> immediately? <laughs> this episode of We Out Here MMA is sponsored by Cometeer Coffee. And you're probably wondering, what is Cometeer Coffee? Well, Cometeer is brewed coffee, flash frozen at peak flavor, delivered straight to your doorstep each month. So you would enjoy delicious coffee in under, not an hour, a minute. And you're probably wondering like, okay, this sounds very technical. This sounds so advanced. Like this is alien technology. Like, I don't know if I'll know how to do this. Guess what? If you have water, hot water or and cometeer you got yourself a cup of hot coffee or iced coffee it, it might be easier if i just show you so let's take a look the way i like to make my cometeer coffee is very 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 simple i like to take uh, a matte black pond i like to put some really delicious water in it put it over the stove let that heat up and while it's heating up you do the most important thing you look for a really good mug um don't use that one, don't use that one, but use this one. Yes, this one is perfect. Place it down. Now you go to your freezer, take out your cometeer. I'm gonna go with this capsule right here. Run it underwater for just like, you know, 10 seconds. Let it get loose. Okay, okay, boom. Take it out, pop it in the mug. That was a sound effect. Now you're gonna take your hot water. You're gonna pour it over the mug onto the capsule. Take a little mini spoon like this because you know everyone has a little mini spoon. Stir it up a bit. Take a whiff. Take a sip. And guess what? Cometeer coffee. Guys, get yours. All right. For a very limited time offer, Cometeer is offering a huge discount of 40% off your first purchase plus free shipping when you use the code We Out Here MMA at www.cometeer.com. Order today. You don't want to miss out on this one. Once again, that's We Out Here MMA as the code. Guys, come to me. <laughs> we get started. We get started. Nobody else in the same room. <laughs> yeah, me and Nick will start it. You don't do anything. Anymore, that's Alex. that's. Uh, you know what that is? That's the title of this episode. <laughs> Ever oh, see oh, Zhang Wei Li and uh, Song Yudong in the same room? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Yeah, make that the title. Let's see how big we are. If we can even get caught wind of that and see if we can get canceled semi. And then we yeah, we need to get later. canceled, bro. Like we need we need some clout. We need to say some racist stuff so we can get uh canceled a little bit. I'm like, all right, uh, leave it know, up to me. It's a little bit. <laughs> but do you know, but do you know who didn't say anything racist? It was Julian Marquez because he was silenced in the first round. Oh my god. Uh what did you guys Whoa. think about that? What Dude, did you guys think about I that? did not also, think Robocop was gonna look that crispy and that freaking like Love uh like methodical. Like mm. he went out there on a mission. How old and, is he? Dude, he looks like he's 75 <laughs> in this picture. Dude, seriously. But jacked. Uh, he looked impressive because Julian Marquez, man, he's a he's beast. A he's tough. Process. He's durable. He gets into scraps. But Gregory, the way he just p- picked him apart 
and he just beat him everywhere. Like I wasn't expecting the fight to go down that way. I thought it was going to be more of a slobber knocker. Like it was when he fought against Petrosian, but man, he said, you know what? I'm going to get that W back. And he showed it. He showed it. He's, he's phenomenal. Um, yeah, he does look like hella old, huh? Yeah, he looks pretty old. He looks like that guy that's like that, that old guy that can just beat people up at a bar. Uh-huh. Former Muay Thai champion. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. We have Damir versus Guram. Yo, I'm really high. Even though Damir won, I'm still super high on Guram. Man, I Guram. thought Guram guys, won, bro. I yeah. thought he won. Bro, I think guy. he landed the better shots, maybe. Yeah. He looked but cleaner. Look how Striking close it cleaner. was, though. Yeah, I thought he was going to get the nod. I thought he was going to get the nod. And it was once this fight was announced, uh, the, the decision was announced, I realized I don't know how to fucking score fights, man. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's it's all over the place. But uh, Garam, dude. He's so crisp, man. His kickboxing is legit. Yeah. They were that both. K-1 experience. Yeah, dude. Yeah. They're both really fucking good. They'll, they'll probably fight again. But. Championship. Psh- yeah, dude, they're, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna meet each other in in the, in the future Bro, for sure. The road to a championship fight in the UFC right now, as like one of the lower tier guys, is so hard. Everyone's so good. Yeah, you can't you can't fight scrubs, especially all the foreign stuff. talent. It's so ridiculous. Um, I was gonna say, is it because he probably wore the damage more, Guram? Because like he was bleeding. Yeah, I, I I do think Demir got a lot of um, he landed some really nice shots, but I think uh. I'm surprised that the total strikes were this close. Yeah. I, I thought Garam outlanded him a little bit more. It doesn't seem like in the fight, but maybe Demir had the bigger shots. And yeah, I guess he did wear it uh, worse. Garam yeah. did. So maybe that's why he got the nod. But at one point, I don't, I don't know. know if you guys noticed it. I thought Demir like got like poked in the eye, but he has like a tick where he like, you know, like. We said not had... to bring that up in the show notes. We put that in the show notes and not bring it up. And then here you are bringing this it thing. Up. Oh yeah. God, dude! Don't do it. What don't is that? do don't do that. It's it's poked. insensitive. I thought he got poked. I thought he got poked honestly, and I was like, oh wait, I think he has a tick. I think that's cool, bro. Like, imagine how hard that is fighting. Like, you're in the middle of something, and you have to like tick. Imagine like <laughs> someone tries to like time it and shit, and you just like fucking. How would if you were fighting Demir and you notice his tick? Well, how would you use that to I would your just, advantage? I would use it to my back. I keep saying, bro, I didn't poke you in the eye. Stop lying. Bro, <laughs> stop. I go, stop. Stop this bit. And I actually think it's a bit. Like, dude, stop your bits. You go to the ref, complain to the ref. Herb, oh, he Herb, keeps faking it. Bit. He keeps faking. He's bit, Herb. My fingers are closed. Oh, man. Think about finding someone with Tourette's and they just keep yelling the N-word. What would you do? What would you do, Alex? I'd knock him out like Adrian Yanez did Tony Kelly. Let's go. All right. Uh, what does this of, show come to? Dude? I don't know. But speaking of the word I just said, we have an amazing <laughs> win from Milwaukee wow. Buckley and Albert Derive. Uh, I'm, I'm confused. I've seen fights stop before where the eye was plump like that. Is I'm look, Is it really if you just can't see or could the – so like that was supposed to be stopped, right? Some fighters they'll they'll admit to like guessing how many fingers the person had, and like they'll actually get it right, and they'll be like, okay, cool, fuck it. Like I forgot so as long who as you had get a story thing, about it. Michael Bisming, I think. Yeah, but as long medical. as you could see a little bit, you know. Um, but for for this fight, it was pretty bad. Yeah, it was bad. It was pretty bad. It yeah. was pretty bad. I mean, it was and, like closed, closed. And Joaquin looked good, man. I wasn't expecting him to look that good. Um. He, he, he looks like he's getting better. 
He's looking like um, patient. Yeah, more patient, more dynamic. He's using his skill set a little bit better. Um, his takedown D was pretty solid. Dude, fucking Joaquin Buckley is going to be someone to reckon with at 185. I think he He's needs to work on his uh, out of like his out of a cage persona. I still think it's weird the whole coming up to till and fucking uh, talking about it? fighting. It's like, bro, you haven't even fought ranked yet. That's why it's weird to me. I just wish he would like not get too cringy too fast. Um, Tim he wants to fight, man. This guy, Kevin Holland, uh, Alex. What'd you think? Did you have Tim Means, uh, Tim Means winning this? I right? thought Tim. I thought Tim Means was about to shock the world and stuff, but yeah, no. Um, Holland look good. Yeah, Holland yeah. look good, bro. Tim Means is good, but yeah, honestly, I think that's a real good win for Holland because I think people don't realize how good Tim Means actually is. Yeah. So um, he looked good in the beginning of the fight too. Like yeah. he was winning the first like two three minutes of that fight. Yeah. So I mean, Tim uh, Kevin Holland's on a he's he's doing good, man, and. Just to like go, I guess, quick to matchmaker. He was talking about Sean Brady calling him out. I wouldn't mind seeing that fight. Him and That's Sean a good Brady. Fight. Yeah. That's a good fight. He could really test his wrestling. Because yeah. his wrestling D looked pretty good, man. Mm-hmm. Even though people are gonna say that it's like, oh, it's Tim Means. He's not a, he's not a legit good, wrestler. Bro. That's what people are gonna say. But you know, when he's stuck him with that right hand, when he when he throws his straight rights mm-hmm. and his straight shots down the pipe, I think that's when he's at his best. And he looked real. Once he landed those two crosses, ooh, mm-hmm. it was scary, man. Especially at 170. Oh, yeah. I'm happy he's at 170 because this has probably been the weight class he should have been at this whole time. But honestly, I think him fighting at middleweight, fighting these big ass dudes, even fighting at light heavyweight, only played to his advantage because now he's fighting guys that are like sized good enough for him. And he's probably like, man, this don't feel like nothing, you know, compared to these big ass dudes I was fucking fighting. Give him Chimaev. Mm. Okay. Kind of a firefight. Give him Chimaev. Yeah. That's going to be fun. That's fun. I think there's talks of him trying to fight Remember Thy Name, a.k.a. Yeah. Balil Muhammad. But do name. you guys remember that Kevin Holland and Chimaev actually had beef at one point? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah he, uh, like, he like told Island? him to like, yeah, to like go grab his bags or some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a whole like racial. Yeah. It's a dumb racial thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, all right, guys. Uh. Cowboy Cerrone, Joe Luzon, what happened? His knee locked up. He like dislocated his I don't knee. Even, Joe I don't Luzon full, did. I don't even know the full story. I thought he was apparently. Just apparently, he was like finishing his weight cut. I think he was was gonna weigh in. He like misstepped, and then his knee locked up. And then they Jesus. had all he he documented everything. They had all the UFC staff come, the doctors, everybody to try to unlock his knee because it was like just stiff as a board, and he couldn't get it. And then they canceled the fight. Damn. But they eventually fixed his knee once they canceled it, though. Did but they? maybe this fight's not meant to be. Yeah. Who knows? Or maybe third time's a charm. That's what Dana White said. He's like, this is starting to turn into Habib Ferguson. Except, like, not at the same level. Yeah. Whoa. Hey. Hey, show some yeah. fucking respect. Look, hey, I, just said, I just said not same level because... Everyone's talking about Habib Ferguson again. I don't know how this is coming up. Oh I keep seeing God. this headline pop out like, everywhere. I'm like, I think it's fire. I think it's great. Why are you sighing, Alex? Because I don't. Who care? Like, obviously, Habib will literally manhandle and win. Right? Like, <laughs> Nick didn't even fight that. He's like, uh, uh, no. <laughs> We're talking about Ultimate Fighter, boy. You know what I mean? I mean We're I not guess. talking about. We're not talking you about Russian basketball, Dagestani basketball. I'd want to watch it, but I think it would be so cringy because I feel like Tony Ferguson would try 
so hard to like build up something or something that I just it would turn into a cringe and everybody's gonna be like turn into a cringe be a cringe the ultimate cringer oh (laughs) shout out to Henry Zahudo Calvin (laughs) Cater Josh Emmett we've got I mean this was a tough one in terms of I'm curious to get your guys thoughts on jab or power shots what wins the eyes of the judges I don't know anymore I don't know anymore Nick Help me I think, out here. I think they got it wrong. I think uh, in my mind and how I scored it, um, I had Cater winning two, four, and five. Twit two, four, five. Okay. Two, four, five. That's what I thought. You know, a lot of the big shots that Josh Emmett was landing, I feel Cater was, you know, blocking. Like, I'm sure he ate some of those shots, but I feel like uh, he was defending a lot of them too. Like, he had a really nice high guard, and I thought, it was hitting a lot of forearm too. His um, face looked okay. Yeah, and uh, Josh Emmett's face did not look that good <laughs> afterwards. So, um, and and some might even say that Josh Emmett lost to Dan Ige. Yep, I thought he did. And similar kind of way, he won the fight in that fight. He kind of won in this fight. Just uh, just extended over five rounds. So, uh, in my mind, Calvin Cater won. Um, it's kind of a bummer. And I feel like most people feel that way, but at the same time, it's like, it's, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what to, how to fix it. Is it, do you think an open scoring situation would have changed the outcome? What do you guys think? I don't know. I see that DC hates open scoring. Did you hear him and Dean talking about it? I I, I wasn't paying attention. What was his whole opinion on that? It was really quick. That's all he did. He just says over here we don't like open scoring. Yeah, he That's made he like said. a post about it. I forget what his exact reasons were, or he did it on his podcast or something like that. But I don't know. I kind of disagree. But you know, he was an actual. Who knows? He's the champion. That's how he feels. But I feel like a lot of fighters would still fucking love uh, open scoring. But I'm with Nick. I thought Cater won. You know, and even if you were like, oh, they go based off damage and shit. I'm like, I mean, Emmett was way more damaged. I thought you know than cater yeah oh so, yeah um yeah it was a weird one i feel like i i don't want to say lucky but kind of right josh emmett's kind of got lucky on these last couple of decisions like well maybe he has a very uh judge friendly fight style because the way he blitzes he makes guys back the fuck up you he, know he even does though octagon control too the whole time he covers yeah that. yeah and i guess you know because it's like the way they weigh it and the judging um is pretty much like striking does is like the top tier and then grappling control is like the secondary tier so once say the the striking between josh emmett and calvin cater in the judge's eyes are equal then they'll go to the next criteria and they'll kind of judge it that way and i think octagon control control is like a little bit lower on that like hierarchy but then again it's like i feel like in the striking department, Calvin Cater did enough to win. That's what I think. Who do you think, Gil? Uh, you have a stupid face right now, and it's making me insecure. No, I, I want to – do you guys feel like for sure Calvin Cater, or are you upset that – like, you know how sometimes we go like, hey, it was a split decision, but I would have yeah, been it was, mad. It was you, close. Are you mad? Are you mad, or are you like, no, he really lost? Like, you're not I'm, mad. Or you are mad. No, it's not that I'm mad. It's just like – in my eyes, it really depends on who you're talking to, right? Like, could because the judging criteria is so little, is a little weird. 
and it's it's it, at the end of the day it is subjective but in those rounds that Calvin Cater won I'm sure there's an argument that you can make that Josh Emmett won those rounds but in my opinion I still think Cater won that uh, so I saw someone on a tweet. Uh, Alex, what do you think about this? Uh, I think it was during the fight, a tweet popped up for the second round. Someone said 10 8. Uh, Emmett, did anyone have a 10 8 in that? No, dude. Oh, you want to uh, see a 10 8? Uh, it's Deron Wynn and fucking Phil Hodge. Oh, my God. 10 8 in the first round. Oh, yeah. That's, oh. I think that's, that's a great representation of what a 10 8 should be. Mm-hmm. Like, very one sided. Yeah. Yeah. One side is. This, like a couple knockdowns. Was there a knockdown in the first round? There was, right? But yeah, because the, the elbow, yeah. So Yeah, so like, you know, I think that is a good example of what a 10-8 should look like in a striking situation. Um, but in this fight, I don't really think, like I feel like Josh Emmett clearly won that third round. Like I think that was clearly his. Um, the first one could be a toss-up. What do you think about four and five, Alex? I agreed with you. I thought, I thought Cater won those. Was it pretty clear cut to you? I thought so, yeah. I thought Emmett looked good the first round, that he came out strong and kind of controlled. Um, I think he was doing a little, I think, I think he did more. I think Cater did more the second round, but then he, the third round, he kind of looked like uh, like he was kind of like, like not slowing down, but like almost being conservative. That's when his, his coaches were like, yo, you got to like pick it up, you know? Yeah. Like, so yeah, I agree with, I thought it was two, four, five for cater and i thought they were like pretty clear i thought his job yeah. was doing good he was controlling the whole entire fight um and yeah that was another one i just that was another one like with the ige fight like i was like in my head i'm like oh yeah ige won this fight and then they gave it to emmett and i was like oh shit i mean i i guess well, i don't know what the fuck I'm how'd you score it gil did you score it's it sound, it's gonna sound crazy i thought it was one three emmett okay what round a one three emmett one through three Mm. Look, see, that's the other thing too. Is like four, I'm not four mad at that five, either. four or five for me was obviously Kate. because in the second round, in the second round, I think, I think Calvin Cater had a really good first like two three minutes, and, that thing and then the Josh Emmett, yeah, and Josh Emmett started to take over in the second round. So the that's end. why I think yeah. that's the that's the round in contention. But at, to me, all things considered, from the second round beginning to the end, I still feel like. Calvin did enough to negate what Josh Emmett's rally in later in that second round. Um, so in my but mind, did he I do enough to, to beat the champion from a different organization? That's what you have to ask yourself. Mm. As Ariel Hawani says, all the time. I will, I will say this though. Like it, this is one of those decisions where I'm not like mad. Like, you know, it's like a split decision, but like, yeah. I guess, but like, there's been obviously some fights where you're like, bro, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck were this judge watching? You know, this wasn't one of those, but yeah. Yeah. I was a little shocked. I thought like, you know, you know what? I'll put this in the category of, I'll put this in Max Holloway Volk two. In trust. Maybe that, I think that's even a little bit closer. I thought Max. I yeah. See, I see for like, me, I thought Max won, Max won that. Yeah. yeah. But there's enough contention in mm. certain rounds yeah. where it's like, okay, these rounds, these fighters won clearly. And then, but there's one round where, depending on how you scored it, changes who wins the fight. It's, it's, that's, that's, I think that's what it comes down to. So I don't know. I think Cater won, in my well, opinion. Yeah. Well, let's play matchmaker on this. Uh, the cards are the way they are. So we have uh, Josh Emmett, Max Holloway uh, versus Volkanovsky three coming up. I believe Brian Ortega's tied up as well, correct? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So we basically have one through three. If Cater, he just beat Cater. So who does he do now? This is what he does. Arnold Allen, winner, fights for the title. Title eliminator. You mean Josh Emmett, Arnold Allen? Yeah, Josh Emmett, Arnold Allen, fights for the title. Winner, fights for the title. Is Brian Ortega a year pretty soon or is that later? I think it's coming up. I think it's in August. So he got, I got one. Josh Emmett can potentially just fight the winner of that. No. No, dude. We got to fit Arnold Allen in the mix somehow. Yeah, you're so gay for him, dude. No, because look, I'm not, it's not that I'm gay for him. <laughs> I just want to fuck him. That's like, I, I just think he's fuck. lovely. <laughs> no, I just think he's, yeah, I think he's lovely. Um, I think, I think we have to figure out what to do with him because it's like, yeah, he got to win with Dan Hooker. A lot of people are going to be like, man, if Josh Emmett fights for the title, that's not going to be. It's not going to be fair. So depending on how the UFC wants to handle that, they could probably use Arnold Allen and make them fight each other and then see what happens from there. And then eliminations can happen, you know? Interesting. Interesting. Makes the choices uh, a little bit easier. Okay, so and Nick it's fresh big. meat. Nick's big on that. He wants I, to introduce Arnold Allen to the party. Alex, nobody what do you wants want? Arnold what do you want? All right, I, this is what I think you do. Marlon Myers. Yeah, me too. No. You do Arnold Allen versus Korean Zombie. You do uh-huh. Bryce nice. Mitchell versus what? Uh, Jeremy Steve or not Jeremy Stevens? Sorry, Josh Emmett. Yeah, Jeremy Stevens. I like that. The winner of those fights fight each other, and that is the title eliminator fight. Whoa, whoa, whoa. pause, pause, pause. You were saying Josh Emmett fights who? Josh Emmett fights uh, Bryce Mitchell. Oh. And then uh, Arnold Allen versus Korean Zombie. The winner of those fights fight each other. Oh, you really want to make this longer? I see. It's um, like a whole thing, dude. Also, Bryce Mitchell, Josh Emmett look like two different weight classes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Bryce Mitchell. I what? think you'd be surprised, dude. Or you but know what? Bryce actually, you know what? on one thirty-five. Never mind. Never mind. You do Giga versus Arnold Allen. But Arnold Allen just won, right? Yeah. Yeah. But didn't Giga just lose? Yeah, but still, they're still ranked pretty close to each other. Okay. Eight and six, and then I I feel like you got to start adding Bryce Mitchell in here somewhere. You know. Or does you do Arnold, Bryce Mitchell on all that. Does Josh right. Emmett go to number four now? Because he beat Calvin? I think so. Honestly, I, I think, think everybody will move that, down. Hey, that's wild, bro. Yeah. That's I think wild. Arnold Allen jumps even Korean Zombie because Korean Zombie just lost and Arnold won. Okay, this is what you do. I got it. I figured it out. If you're you wrong, do. Nick, you will have to leave this Zoom. <laughs> oh, geez. The pressure's on. Okay, you take Mozavar. Evil Lev. Jesus Christ. All right, go ahead. Okay. You take him. You make him fight Bryce Mitchell. Boom. You take Giga, and you make him wait. Good. You, make, okay. you just make him sit. Okay. Cool. Then you take Josh Emmett, Arnold Allen, winner, fights for the title. Boom. This is basically you just trying to insert <laughs> your Arnold Allen and Josh Dude, Emmett picking. I think it's a good idea, man. I just, yeah, I just threw in a fucking decoy. Well, that's definitely going to be a fight. fight night. That's a fight night for sure. Um, headliner. Anyways, uh, let's get to our We Out Here morning news. See how long this is. It's too long. Wait. Way too long. No, is that the, is that the whole thing? Yeah, it should yeah, be shorter. Maybe it should be a little longer so we can make fun of it. Hey, don't tell. Hey, say less. <laughs> uh, Henry Cejudo and Pietro Jan trade shots on Twitter. This is fight happen. I don't like this at all. So Henry Cejudo, if you're coming back to fight, I look. It's like 
do what you were doing earlier. Go for the names. I don't think Pietor. Whoa. Hard, no, Jan's a hard fight, and it's kind of like he's not UFC star. Whoa. Right? right? Is he hey, also? Alex, can you take a picture of me doing this? What? Like oh, what? Yeah. Don't block your one? face. Don't yeah, block your face. You. Don't block your no, face. No, no, no. Just this is the picture you're gonna take. Hey, but say this. <laughs> but what happens? Nick said, "Say more." Then what do we do then? Um. Then he'll put both hands up like this in point. Um. All right, gentlemen, this is a bad idea, correct? It does, it's not a win-win for promotion. No. It's not a win-win for Henry. It's a good idea. Henry Cejudo needs to fight someone. He can fight Peter. I think he gets automatic. He gets automatic title shot. What are you talking about? This is champ, champ. What are you talking about, guys? Come on. I don't know because. Uh, what's it called? The title is about to fi- get fought for, and it's gonna be Aljo and TJ. That's like their like, date. Yeah, I think it's September 10th or something like that. And then so that's a while. Obviously, they're not gonna fight right away. Henry Cejudo should be back. Like, I think he was in the he started he got back in the testing pool like three months ago now or something like that. Mm. I think I don't remember, but mm-hmm. around the time that they're gonna be like done and still healing up and shit, he might be back. So let him fight Peter Yan. And then the winner of that fights for the title. Part of me feels like TJ Dillashaw fighting for the title this early is illegal. Yeah, I hate I it. How, how many fights does he have right now? Just one. And that's Corey Sanhagen. And I think Corey won, won the fight, bro. And he's a fucking yeah. cheat. So, like, why does he get the title so quick? We don't factor that in. Once you pay your dues, you're done. We can't live in our past. Oh, fuck you know, all that. <laughs> I low-key wanted TJ Dillashaw and Jose. That would have been sick. Yeah. Oh, that's a good fight, though. Jose and Marab. I keep thinking to say Marais. Sorry. (laughs) Marab Marais. Remember when Marais beat Jose? (laughs) Oh, man. That's a a bad loss on Jose's (laughs) record now. Jesus. Um, All right. So you guys are for this. Interesting. I guess my one point is I just feel like Henry Cejudo in terms of promotion. Also, what he's done, it's like, no, you give that guy a title shot right away. So if he loses, kind of like go back to retirement. But if he wins, it's like, ooh, great story like GSP coming back, grabbing the title. So I say Henry Cejudo should be just fighting for the title, not Pietar, and probably most likely losing to him. Yeah, right. I think that's the fight to make. Like, I don't understand. I think it's because Dana White is really annoyed at Henry Cejudo. I think he just, like, doesn't He's really like him. He's not a like fan. He's not a fan. Yeah, and, and I think he wants to fucking punish him a little bit because it's like, I'd rather see Aljo fight Cejudo exactly i'd say that tj like i don't i don't really i think tj could wait he, he should fight one more fight that's what I maybe pieter maybe tj should fight pieter that'd be lit that'd be lit hammer so takes uh, that Aldo. probably Jan takes that Jan eat his heart brother bro honestly i heart. i feel like that last <laughs> tj fight he don't look the same no more he had to wait two years he had to get off steroids i don't know how he won that fight but I don't think he looks the same. And I think he just he, held his hips the whole time. Uh, yeah. You know what I, I mean, th- I think, uh, I think that guys. Doesn't, oh my God, that doesn't count as a double leg. You know what I mean? I don't think that should win you the fight, especially when Sanhagen was, you know, fucking piecing him up. But oh, yeah, that fight was complicated. That was, it, it wasn't like, as I just described it, it, it was a more complex fight, but I still feel I like TJ Cindy takes, fight Cindy takes me down like how TJ does. And I always lose. You mean Stephanie? <laughs> Stephanie. Stephanie always takes me down like that, and I always that how she judge a scorecard. <laughs> who Who are the judges? My parents on Zoom. 
All right, this is weird. That's Let's weird, move on. Bro. Let's <laughs> move on. That's weird. Tiger Blade Live this weekend, June 25th. <laughs> yeah, plug it on this show. All access. Lift God Acosta. That's what they're calling him on that day. All access. Lift God. All access. Hey, am I gonna get a cool little thing to wear? Or what? You do. You get a token. Also, you get an NFT saying you were all access. Ooh, is there any tickets still available? I would like I to buy some. It's sold out, but Nick, let's uh, do the We Out Here raffle. You submit your name, and maybe you can win tickets, Nick. Ooh. That's pretty cool, man. It's That's only available cool. to the host of the show. Sorry, audience. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, audience. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get to our next uh, news story. We have a uh, Did Habib retire to escape Charles Oliveira? And and I brought this up. <laughs> I want to just say this. I didn't read the article. Uh, Nick, do you want to give us a little bit on the article? Is it just someone discussing that? This is just what happens. Anytime Sean O'Malley says something, it becomes news. It becomes good. news, and that's fine. It's great. He built a brand. He's good. He's, He's built smart. a brand. No, he he honestly, I didn't realize how big his freaking podcast was. His podcast is very what large. What kind of numbers does he do? Like, within the first couple hours, it's like 20, 30K. You know, like an episode. I don't know what it's uh, I'll say later. one thing. Does he have cometeer coffee as a sponsor he does and that's where he's slipping and that's what's gonna um it's gonna mess up with his numbers at the end of the day but for the most part he has a very big pause pause commentearcoffee.com use the promo code we out here mma guys uh also if you are listening to this uh you can also hit subscribe bing, 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 bing. hit the bing, bing, bell bing. for notifications and also leave a comment down below of what your favorite jiu-jitsu sexual position is thank you Nick, uh, anyways, you were saying uh, Sean O'Malley uh, said this and then it became a headline. And I will just start with saying I've been saying this. I don't think he uh, escaped. I just think it was a very timely. It was a good time to exit because we don't know. Oh, wow. We bro. don't know, man. I, I think Sean O'Malley still drunk from that one time that he skipped out on Tiger so Belly that weekend. We and he's just saying, wow. He's things. coming on next week. Stop putting this pressure on me. You know what I'm saying? So, nah, Khabib ain't scared. I still think that would be a good fight, but I, Khabib ain't scared. Khabib ain't ducking him, bro. But Khabib would lose. Anyways, Nick, what do you think? I don't and think Khabib would lose. I think Islam loses, though. I think you're yeah. wrong. I think um, here's the thing. Here's the thing. One more time. Here's the thing. I think Charles has yet to fight a very well-rounded top. Here we go. Grappler in the what? form of Habib. Okay. Yeah. That's one okay. person Who? in the form of Habib is one person. In the form of Habib. As far as his ability to really good takedowns, really good top control, ground and pound, and submission ability. Right? Who has he fought? That really kind of embodies that. Jared Gordon. Is he is he is he known for his top game? Is he known for his ground and pound? And, and that's like his A game? Is well, that his A plus game? I will, say, I will say he's a black belt from Henzo Gracie Jiu Jitsu. He also won is he Abu though? Dhabi. Is Jared Gordon he really? also he also won Abu Dhabi 2014 open class. So what are we doing, Nick? You didn't think I looked it up? 2014, dude. Hey, 2014. I was doing jiu-jitsu in 2014. And let me tell you. A little squirrely over there. The Dagestanis have not entered the grappling Doesn't scene. I wonder time, if they bro. would just dominate right now. Like if they went to ADC, I don't like, think because they don't they don't play for points though, so they would lose. Uh, hey, the jiu-jitsu game, game, the jiu-jitsu game nowadays is just so different, bro. I was, yeah, like, I was, who do you think wins? Like uh, Habib or what's that guy's name that's like killing everybody? Ryan Gordon. Ryan Gordon. Gordon Ryan. Gordon, Gordon Ryan. Ryan. 
Uh, hey man, switch your name around, dude. Ryan Gordon. Stop, stop slapping Brazilians backstage. I think I think it's different when you get guys who are um, specialists versus MMA fighters. Like there's a there's a guy named Nicky Rod. He's a, a oh, yeah. former teammate of uh, Gordon Ryan. And he was doing submission wrestling with Curtis Blades. Curtis Blades is known as a wrestler. Pretty good. Grappling is his ability. Like, that's his, like, A game. And Nicky Rod was just, like, choking him out, like, kind of tossing him around, like, giving him the work in the clips that I saw. And there's a, they have, like, two or three rounds of about five-minute rounds of them just rolling. And Nicky Rod is just, like, all over Curtis Blades. So I think when it comes to MMA fighters versus, like, pure jiu-jitsu guys, in some cases, like that case, I feel like the jiu-jitsu guys get the nod. Okay. Uh, Look no, it up. Just... It's pretty crazy to see Curtis Blades, like, get manhandled a little bit. Uh, Nick, I just want to answer your question earlier with Charles Oliveira. Uh, Hatsu Hiyoki, remember, at that time period, in 2014, he was the submission specialist. He also beat Nick Lentz. At the time, was younger, and that guy was a grinder. Uh, he still wrestling. doesn't. He still doesn't match the criteria. He also choked for. Will Brooks. Let's not forget wrestler, NCAA wrestler Will Brooks. Uh, Will Brooks. Also, he fought Nick Lentz yeah. again. Kevin Lee, yeah. Tony Ferguson, Darius Master, Michael. Hey, Chandler. Kevin Lee's hey, a wrestler, actually. That's a good one. Yeah. Nick, yeah. I don't know He's what this wrestler. Robert De Niro face but, but like, what, what's what's his submission game? Does he? What's his like grappling game? He he's not a grappling like he doesn't finish people with submissions. Like, hey, he according to Kevin he, Lee, he Habib was scared of Kevin Lee. So, oh my god, yo, wow, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, you, you give us no options because you're saying who has he fought that's like Habib? No one's like Habib. But, but well, Islam is Islam is, and when we we see him fight, we're gonna see what happens. Like, Nick, how much money? Like, once put- again, once again, Armin Sarukian. He's fighting in the main event. He is someone that embodies this type of uh, top game that I'm talking about. There's very few guys in the division that embody this past, present. And right now there's very few guys. So that's what I'm saying. He hasn't fought these kinds of guys yet. And we're going to see, we're going to see your voice changed so much. And I kind of like see. it. We're going to see. We're going to see. see. You're turning into Miss Doubtfire. <laughs> we're going to see. I've uh, uh, put a that's such a good now. movie, bro. It's still holding. Yeah, up. let's talk about that. This is a movie podcast. We're not talking Actually, about this really quick. Dude. Just a uh, top MMA movie. MMA movie. Never here back comes down the... or never back down two. I never back down three. Oh, the actually, Warrior. I'll do. Warrior's good. Warrior's good. Um, best of the best many... one. Which one is Warrior? That's the best one. I can't think of any other MMA movies. I told you, here comes the boom okay, with that Kevin guy or whatever. That? Boss Rune's in it. Oh, Kevin James? Like, okay, yeah. yeah Kevin, Kevin James. James. Shout out to that movie. Um, all right. Well, we'll decide. That discussion will keep happening until uh, he fights uh, Makachev. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, at least he's trying, though. Shit. <laughs> who? Nick Not was trying focus. to get that shit clear, but it wasn't going. <laughs> uh, best fight breakdown of all time. Darren Wynn breaking down his fight with Phil Haas. You guys uh, have to play it and watch it, but can you give us a rundown for the it. audience? Give us a rundown no. for the audience. Oh, no. yeah. Never mind. No, I'm not going to do that. Let's go to our quick pick picks with Alice Governor Costa and uh, Nick. Thy ear, remember the name. Armand, <laughs> Sarukian, 
uh, biggest cheerleader over here. Nick Dunn. Can never oh, stop talking about this guy any chance he has. You know we're why? Talk- Gil hasn't talking about, we're talking about he hasn't Ngannou. watched any of his fights. We were talking about Nganu and Siragan. Like, Man, if they only had takedowns like Armand Saruki, I'm like, bro, I'm watching a heavyweight fight. Get that guy's name out of this conversation. Bro, look at these guys' records right here. This They're is really the type of level good. that we're we're about to experience. I wish this fight wasn't happening. Yeah, for real. Same. That's why I feel bad for these guys that are so good. It's like they shouldn't be fighting each other yet. They should be fighting each other at the championship level. Like, get rid of some of these old dudes. At the top. Dude, Armin, Armin, he like Joel Alvarez when he fought him last fight. Joel yeah. Alvarez, I think, is going to be a future contender for sure. But like, they made Armin Sarukian. They just he, he they made him fight, and Armin kind of like crushed his stock a little bit, and like the way he performed. Joel Alvarez, like you know. The way he got beat up in that fight, some guys don't come back from that, but I think Joe Alvarez will. But it's just like, man, you want you want to see these guys? He should be Get fighting Joe Lozon. You know what I mean? I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Our Cowboys uh, Aroni. <laughs> really quick with uh, Sorokin. Um, so he's born in Georgia, but his nationality is Armenian Russian. But he fights out of Russia. What do you, what do you think his? Uh, what do you think he fights for? Like, what flag does he hold up? He does exactly. both. He he. I think he oh, he's United States. Where does he train out of? He trains out of. Uh, I think. I Ly- think. Dude, dude, it says Team Lionheart. It straight up says Team Lionheart on Wikipedia. Yeah, Lionheart Pasadena. That's where he trains. Like, boy, Nick is up, his trainer. Man? That's why Nick's been. What's up? It really does nah, say Marlon, Lionheart Marlon though. Is Marlon. I think. I think he was training out of ATT, because that's what uh, my homie who trains him said. <laughs> okay, but all um, jokes but, aside, it does say Lionheart on his team. That's pretty crazy. Video. Um, and then I think also uh, Gamrot trains out of ATT too. They all train out of ATT. That's confusing. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure they're in different camps now for this fight, but I don't know. I don't know where they're at now. Who knows? Nobody knows. Damn, Nobody Gam- has this information. Yo, Gamrot's Gamrot, good, though, man. Not only Gamrot's good, his um, grappling uh, achievements. Wow. Yeah. A lot of uh, first places in uh, ADCC and like all these Polish no gi competitions. Yeah, nice. so Gamrot is training out of uh, ATT. He's training ATT. He, he's taking picks with Jorge Masvidal and Dustin Poirier. Like he he's very well rounded, man. His grappling is definitely what he shines in, but he's very very well rounded. I think he does have like better striking and overall he has a better overall MMA game than Armin. But I feel like Armin, man, I just think his wrestling and his pressure. Mm. Is on another level, and I feel like he has no awards. We're, <laughs> we're gonna see. We're gonna see awards. how this plays out. But I, I think Armin is gonna edge him. I think he's gonna be able to uh, oh, edge wow. him out in this fight. That sounds sexual and disgusting. The and then he's gonna finish him. And then he's gonna finish him because he's the master of Kumasutra. He's gonna edge him out. Then finish him. He's gonna uh, edge him, dude. I'm going to just say right now, because I'm curious what Alex's pick is, so I'll say mine because it's the opposite of Nick. I'm going to go with Gamera because, first of all, you guys know how this works in the UFC. There can never be a moment when there's not a Polish champion. When one retires, a phoenix is born out of Poland. Oh, a new shit. Polish power. And guess what? Gamera. Gamera. And I'm, I, I'm going to be a little biased here because uh, it did change. I didn't realize his accomplishments in grappling. Very impressive. Like, actually impressive. And, uh, you know, he, he sticks with Poland all in all. Strukin, United States, Georgia, Russia. You're saying he's a flip-flopper? I'm saying he's a Nick Dunn right now. 
Gamrot, Polish. Polish power all day. Uh, Alex, what do you think? Um, I think Armin is going oh to God. get Here a decision. Um, but I see if he loses, I think it's going to be Gamrot beating him within the first two rounds. Gamrot's physical and he's strong. And they're grappling. I think taller, it's gonna, dude. I think their grappling is going to cancel each other out for a little bit. But I feel like Armin, like Armin went, Armin made the fight with Islam hard for Islam. Yeah. So I think like grappling, like down, you know, in those later rounds, I think Armin's still going to have that edge. And I think he's going to edge out a, a decision on this fight. See, he's edging, dude. He, they're all edging. Everyone's edging. Okay. And he has, he has a better edge up. You feel me? So like, yeah, yeah he got a better fade. You got better edge. You got better lines. You know, damn. Well, there you guys have it. Once again, they pick the same. I pick one, and then I will win again. But then it'll be because of a bad split decision, and everyone boos me. So that's literally <laughs> Boo, how our, you, literally how our picks go all the time. You guys pick the same. I pick one. My guy Honestly, wins. But it's always like my guy shouldn't have won, even though he won. This, if this happens again, that's a curse. It's the we out here curse because every time me and Alex pick the same, that's why. That's why sometimes I just pick opposite Alex just to <laughs> fucking mix it up, dude. Because I get bored of the fact that I always pick the same as Alex sometimes. I don't because I end up right, you know. Right, Al. Right, Alex. Do you ever change your pick because you think I'm gonna pick the same thing? I would say Alex no? always stays pretty true to himself. Nick likes to play. He likes to gamble a bit with the audience. Dude, I gamble Alex. all the time. This guy never Vegas? know where my heart is, boy. Come on. He plays roulette. He plays roulette once. This guy's losing all the money. Yeah, I'm like red. All right, no, no, no. I'm gonna go black. No, no, no. I'm gonna go red. He's like, I choose purple. There's no so purple. Like, sir, you've you been here for 25 it? minutes. You haven't bet yet. Are you gonna bet or? <laughs> I'm like, ah, what do you guys think? Should I, I think go here even, or should I go but... here? Speaking of that, I'm able to talk this off camera. I was curious if you guys want to go to Vegas, but who cares? That's in two weeks. Anyways, um, <laughs> Neil Magny, Shavat Romanov. <laughs> This fight right here. Dude, if Rock Rockmanov wins this, and I think he might be able to, that guy looks fire when he fights. Uh, that's a good name on his resume. He can now start fighting some big boys up there. Yeah. So dude. I'm gonna go with you know that guy. I can't say his name. Shavat. Shavkat. Who looks more Asian? Neil Magny or Shavkat? Oh, Neil Magny. I've seen Rush Hour. You remember Don Cheadle in Rush Hour 2? People forget about that. Yeah, yeah the guy that literally dude. gave Jackie ha- Jackie Chan his hardest <laughs> fight. Yeah, Tooting Tiger. He says that. Tooting Tiger. Shout out to Don Cheeto. If you were ever a fan, if you ever watch this, I hope you see this. Uh, we'd love to have you on to talk about specifically cinematic fights in the film. Uh, Alex, who do you got for this? Um, man, I have Shavkat. I think he's gonna win. For some reason, I have like this little feeling that Neil Magny's about to like end the, the hype world. train, but uh it always does it. He always Shav- ends the hype train. And he's good, man. His cardio is he insane, he's long. But I think Shavkat is just going to be so physical and aggressive and just do work, bro. Who's going to do more edging? Uh, I mean, Neil Magny actually has an edge up. It seems like Shavkat doesn't give a fuck what his hair looks like. Yeah, so, he's got, I mean, he's I, got think, like I, I think that also makes him win. He don't give a fuck what he looks like. He's in there to freaking just smash. Smash, brother. Smash. And also, he wears one of the coolest fucking hats I've ever seen when he walks out, so... Shavkat. He's from Kazakhstan, brother. What do you what do you want, Nick? I got Shavkat. Yeah, same here. Wow. Actually, you know what? Neil Magny is gonna upset. He's gonna he's gonna upset. pull. He's I gonna upset. He's the favorite, no? No, he's definitely not the favorite. He's gotta be. He's a vet. He wins all the time. Nah, dude. Shavkat. Everyone's high on Shavkat. Vegas. Uh, the Vegas knows what's up. Also, a lot of fighters I've realized are coming out of Kazakhstan. That's cool. 
I just want one of them to be a champion just so we can get rid of this whole Borat thing. When people think of Kazakhstan, they think Borat. Like, nah, man, think about this guy, this Asian leader of AAPI, anti-Asian hate. Um, all right. Uh, Josh Parisian versus Alan Bado. What do you guys think? Uh, I'm go. big on France, so I'm going to go Alan Badu. Badu. Yeah, and his name is the Black Samurai. Yo, like, oh, come on. Come on. come on. I mean, his striking is pretty good for a heavyweight, and I, I think he's going to piece him up. I think he's going to get like a second-round TKO. Does he train, uh, train with Cyril? I feel like all the heavyweights in France train with each other. All the French black dudes all train together? Basically. That's racist. Probably. Probably. Honestly, there's nothing more I like than a black Frenchman. They're just cool. I've never seen a large Frenchman. Oh, that's a white guy. I've never seen a large white Frenchman. That's the size of Alan Badu, who's 6'3 and Henry Hooky. He's not French. He's Dutch, isn't he? Body Hari. Morocco? I'm just saying kickboxers now. Alistair <laughs> Overeem. <laughs> Sammy yeah, Still. Alistair Overeem, right? Yeah, he's from France. He's not French. He's from the Netherlands, dude. Oh, Netherlands. <laughs> and he's not French. white. Okay, relax, Nick. I'm Jesus. talking about white. I'm the way you said, the way you said that, Frenchman. he's not white. What about like, the guy whoa. from Rocky? <laughs> Drug. Yeah, yeah, the Russian guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Nick, get better internet. Please get better internet. <laughs> Nick, get better, better internet. internet. And use code 20% off for better internet at wearehearemma.com. Here's the thing, guys. Me and Alex drink commentary coffee, and we use the promo code wearehearemma, so we feel energized, and we pay our spectrum on time. And now Nick he's back. Doesn't. Oh, he's back now. Yeah. Is he? I can't, he looks frozen still. <laughs> He's either frozen or mad. Who knows? But we're Wait. gonna keep this in. Oh, he's now moving. He's back. Now he's blinking. No, it's frozen. <laughs> oh snap! Wait, turn this off so we can see his face closer. Oh yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. I want to see this. So here we go. We got Nick. Oh, it looks no. like he's being. Oh, there he there is. is. This guy has he's no AC back. and has no internet. <laughs> and we didn't even Yet stop. We just said does... use code promo. <laughs> go ahead. Promo code what? Promo code. We out here for twenty percent off or better internet. Let's go. Um, Tiago. Oh, wait, we didn't pick our guys. We're all picking Allen. Is that what it is? Yeah. Cool. Uh, Tiago Mice versus Christos Giagos. These names get better and better. Let's go. Who you got? Uh, Joe, you pick first. <laughs> well, this guy got embarrassed. You pick first. It was, <laughs> I can't help that I have Spectrum. They're the only we provider have Spectrum. in the area. I have we Spectrum. Are the, they are the only provider in the area. If there was a better option, I would go to them. Trust me. Okay? Comcast, get it. That doesn't come out here, okay? Gamecast. Spectrum Gamecast. has a fucking monopoly hold on my area. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Christos Giagos. Have you guys seen these guys' traps? Nope. Okay. Alex? Uh, that, that's why you think he's going to win because of his traps? I'll um, be saying got, this. I've been watching a lot of bodybuilding, and I think that, that plays a factor in some fights. Go ahead, I got Tiago Moais. I think Tiago Moais is good. I think he just had a couple rough fights. He was fighting really high-level people. Um, but I think Tago Moais is going to win this fight, and I think he's going to win a, a decision, and he's just going to dominate all three rounds. Oh, dude, for sure. Uh, Nicholas Cage. I got Tiago Moais. Moais, Moais. Just because, you know, I feel like he's, like Alex said, he's fought all really good guys, um, and he's going to get the rub. You know, when you fight, like, high-level competition that's better than you, I feel like you get a rub, and you kind of understand – what's needed to be the best. And I feel like that's going to take him to the next level. So I got Tiago Moises because. Interesting. Once again, I'll go with Christos because of his body and his physique. 
uh, what you guys are forgetting is he does. He's a small Chris Bumstead. And if you guys don't know who in the audience listening to know <laughs> so Chris stupid. Bumstead is, Mr. Olympia, three he times in a row. nothing like Chris Bumstead, okay? Same upper body. What I've been dude, learning is if you eat 5,000 calories a day, you could look like that. Ooh. Maybe. And all the trend your body could ask for. <laughs> let's, okay? But uh, let's be real. When you see Chris Bumstead, you're like, this dude is stacked. Can I say something though? I feel he's natty for sure. And I, you think I'm making a joke? All the other guys don't look natty. He looks not, natty to me. Not at that level. I actually he, compared to the other compare, guys, he looks natty. People compare him to Arnold, you know, but he's definitely not natty. To compete at that level, you're he's definitely natty. not natty. They test, dude. I've been dulling the sport for the past three years. All right, months. dude. Uh, next Shout fight, out to my boy, Christian Guzman, inspiring <laughs> me to lose weight. Let's go. Uh, Nathan Manis versus Umar Nagamanov. Nick, we know who you're picking. Nick, inshallah. Who am I picking? Huh? Inshallah. I'm picking Umar. Inshallah, brother. There we go. Uh, Alex, He's too good. He's I think Umar good. sucks, and I think Nate Manis is good. I'm just joking. Umar is going to win this fight. But guys, look down. at what's Umar's record? Look at it. 14 and 0. Is it really? I thought he yeah. lost one. No, no, he didn't. Nate Manis lost one. He's 14 oh, and 1. Yeah, but Umar he- just beat. Brian Kelleher, like yeah. pretty easily. And Brian Kelleher is a fucking beast, dude. Like he made it look easy. Know the fighter Tony Gravely? Yeah. Yes. That's the fight that I know, but he remember Nate Manis. Hey, Nate Manis did come he back. Fucked up. But and he was getting peace. God Grave is legit too. He's scary, yeah. but I think this is different. I think skill set wise, Umar just has all the tools to win. And like he's impressive to watch. Have you ever seen one of his fights, Gil? Uh, one fight, and he uh, held the guy down and beat him. I think in the did next, he, like, did he or did he piece chain him wrestle? Up on the feet did he first? chain wrestle? Did he Is, did he did he throw these crazy kicks that a taekwondo master in Korea would be like? Oh, those are some great kicks. It's Chris Bumstead, Natty. I still think so. <laughs> uh, Chris, don't trust Gilbert's takes, you guys. <laughs> Chris, honestly, I'll joke aside. I do think that guy is. I I don't know why I think he's nat- natural, man. He's natural. He has. I'm sure he has a video of him saying, "I am not natural." <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's out there. Whatever, dude. You're a liar. Chris Curtis <laughs> versus Rodolfo Vieira. Dog. I I don't, I don't know too much about uh the Chris Curtis guy. Chris Curtis is a beast. He knocked out Phil Haas pretty in spectacular fashion when he was losing that fight. Um, Chris Curtis is a real deal, bro. I feel like eight losses. Adolfo, Adolfo, bro, you are worrying about the wrong things. Um, Adolfo <laughs> Vieira, he's a grappling whiz, amazing grappling, but his big problem is being able to like you know get guys down in recent fights. And he's I don't want to say he's been exposed, but the blueprint is out to beat him. And I feel like Chris Curtis. Is physical enough. He's big enough. He's strong enough. His striking is pretty fucking crispy, and it's going to be able to keep Hodolfo off of the takedowns. And I feel like Chris Curtis is going to get the W. I don't think it's going to be easy, but I feel like he's he's going to finish Hodolfo. Uh, Alex, what do you think? Who do you also think needs to see Boha Tower for some chiropractic work? <laughs> well, I think Chris Curtis needs to be a chiropractor. <laughs> But he needs a backyotomy, bro. Yeah. He needs a backyotomy. I think uh, Chris Curtis is going to win. I think he's going to knock out Rodolfo. Uh, I, think, I also agree. Yeah, Rodolfo, yeah, like you were saying, his cardio is bad. Um, I think Chris Curtis is going to catch him with one of those bombs. 
knock him out. And also, his nickname is Action Man. It's pretty dope. So pretty fire. Uh, he also put a hyphen there. He doesn't even need a hyphen, but he added Action it. Man. I like it. And his hair is, his hair is, I like it how big his hair is. So let's go. Um, all right, guys, those are our picks for the main card. If anyone has any shout outs for the prelims, I have one. I always like following this guy, Carlos Ulberg. Let's see if he can uh, get oh, yeah. a little streak going. Uh, one of Izzy's training partners. Um, but we will see. Uh, Nick, anyone you're interested in? Julian Paiva. I know you like that guy. Mm, you stole mine. Uh, I liked watching TJ Brown fight. He's pretty fun. He's, he's always in some scraps. Um, Brian Kelleher and Mario Batista's a little banger. Yeah, that's good. Because I do like Brian Kelleher. Who's Mario Batista? Is he, he newer? He's Dave Batista's son. What? <laughs> Hold on. I'll, I'll show you right now. I'll show you right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Look it up. Look it up. Oh, shit. He is. And this is Chris Bumstead, Super Natty. <laughs> Posted by Chris Bumstead, Team Chris Bumstead. <laughs> this fight also, it should be an interesting one. She's She's like... She's remember she was the one that like jumped in stripper, Joe Rogan's yeah. arms and yeah she's a stripper and stuff. This should be a cool. Wait, fight. She's a stripper. She was. I think she stopped oh. after her last fight or fight before that, but should be a fun fight. Um, I don't know who the fuck this is. Isn't but... that a YouTuber, Jin Yu? I don't know. Like a powerlifter YouTuber. Yep, that's right. You so you're all in the bodybuilding and powerlifting all of a sudden. And shit. I had to get. In, I had to mentally get ready to be inspired. And the bodybuilders are great at motivation. I didn't know. I didn't realize that. They're really great. And they're all, natural. you know what they're also really good at taking natural. their clothes off. They're really good at taking their clothes off. And sometimes it's like, Hey, we get it. You guys are jacked. You guys are shredded, but just wear more clothes, just wear more clothes in the gym. And don't wear these little tiny little stringers, dude. Cause that's, that's gayer than three guys. Fucking five guys. Oh, uh, we're going to get demonetized. <laughs> Will we? <laughs> What do you mean demonetize? We have 500 views. Come I'm on, sorry. Dude, I could say anything. Is your puppy <laughs> not right? <laughs> My puppy just pooed, so we should probably end the show. Because <laughs> all right, guys. No, 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 no. We have to address that. Why did it do that? <laughs> because she's in the room with me. Remember, she can't be out there with the other dogs. And now I can't let her, take her out. I don't know before this, but she's been crying. I gotta I'm, cook dinner. I don't bro. know if you guys noticed. I've been muting my mic for like. <laughs> Over and over and over and over again because yeah, but yeah. All right, stop playing. And music, also, Chris guys. Bumstead is not Natty. He is Natty. I'll show you some videos from his team. Um, guys, that's our show. Make sure you follow Alice. Got a coast and make the ear. Make sure you follow us at We Out Here Big MMA fan, on though. Instagram. Uh, also, use the promo code We Out Here MMA for commentier.com. Coffee. Love you guys very much. See you guys later. Peace.